Kia ora, I'm Mike Minogue. And I'm Karen O'Leary. You might remember us from the movie What We Do in the Shadows and its even more popular TV spin-off, Wellington Paranormal. And now we're doing Wellington Paranormal, the podcast, where we discuss the show and interview the people that made it, like Jermaine Clement, Thomas Aisry, Makabu Hatu, and more. Check out Wellington Paranormal, the podcast, new episodes out every Thursday. 
Mm, yeah. Yeah, no, no. Two weeks till your Australia review, by the way. I know, I heard that in the last week's podcast that mm. I listened to and I was like, oh, that's right. So, yeah, no, that's coming along nicely. Um, look, forgive me, I landed this morning. Did I mention I went travelling? Fresh um, from LA. Fresh from LA. And apologies that I wasn't here last week and now two weeks in a row there's there's only two of us. Mm. Um, but, hey, we don't need Guy. We're, we're fine. No, nah, we hey. don't need Guy at all. I'm definitely not worried about our chemistry as a duo. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> Should we do, uh, listen to feedback? <laughs> I haven't even teased what we're doing. Oh, we're off shit. the rails. Sorry. Okay, today we're talking about lessons we've learned from video games. Yes. Um, Chris, you want to know if you're uncool? Uh, yeah, it's basically, is it embarrassing to use handheld games in a public setting? Okay, all right. Mm. Um, and then we've got the top three entries for our community Facebook page um, name. That's right. I believe the winning choice out of these three, once it's all said and done, wins a yep. $100 voucher for any game they want to buy. Yes. So that's a good prize. So um, we've got the top, the top three, very and exciting. we'll um, talk more about that later in the show. But for now, let's do some listener feedback. Listener feedback. Listener, yeah, we need like a little listener feedback. Yeah, can, or you, something. Just, can you just play a sting, Sam, just so we've got something? Listener feedback. That was actually sweet. That was quite cool, actually. I <laughs> just chop that and use that every other time. <laughs> um, all right, first of all, um, Eric from Minneapolis. Eric. Um, Eric, he messaged through and he was, uh, he was in, in, oh my gosh. Okay, look, I am tired. I won't, I won't lie. He messaged through about your AA battery issue, Chris, that you were going on about last week, how the batteries keep dying. And, oh, my double yeah, A's, yes. Your double A's. Um, and Eric said, get rechargeable batteries and switch them out. Guy replied to this message on Instagram saying, yep, that makes sense, but Chris wants to solder a new battery in because it's, you know, that's just who Chris is. And then Eric said, explains all you need to know about Chris. And yeah, I felt like it was a massive bit of a- nerd. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, uh, there is an update on the Game Boy situation. Uh, I was going to talk about it this week, but I'll wait till next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have been soldering. Have you? And it's been very enjoyable. Oh my gosh, I'm really excited. Why are you teasing it? You, you want Guy to be here? Though, I don't really... just figure all three of it, even yeah. though it's a, an audio medium and I'm going to do a reveal of like whether or not I've done it and you'll be able to see it if I have done it. Mm. Um, I still just want Guy to be here as well. Yeah, okay, fair enough. No, that's fine. So we'll just, that's a big tease. That's a seven day mm. tease that one. Wow. All right. Well, Cameron also messaged in um, and in regards to your chat last week that you two were talking about things you wouldn't tolerate now that you used to tolerate oh, as a child in your gaming endeavors, that's right, right? Yeah. Um, and he, he pitched in and said that he remembers the tangled cord mess that was his PS2 and the TV cabinet with all of the controller oh, my like wrapping around and yes. him and his brother just couldn't like even get it out because it was such a nightmare and that was just always a struggle for him. And even like now that I think about it, like nowadays you plug in with an HDMI cord or HDMI 2.1 if you've uh, got a 120 or above uh, Hertz TV. Man, you know what I'm talking about, Ali. You've never sounded so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait till I'm soldering into batteries as well. Uh, but you've got just one HDMI cord. Back in the day, you had the cord that went into the RCA cables. That's the right, three, the three colours. Red, yellow and white. Um, so even those would get tangled up, more admin. Yes. And some TVs only had like a yellow and a white yes, because it didn't have stereo sound. What's yep. that about, Ellie? No, I never could have told you, and I still can't tell you now. Exactly. It's very confusing. And I wouldn't put up with that nowadays. No, Great I mean. And, and I forget that we have wireless controllers now. Like, I always yes. kind of for, I forgot that we didn't have wireless controllers before I, then. I remember I had a uh, I bought an, uh, what was it? I think it was a PlayStation 2. I had it in my room, and I always wanted to play it in my bed. Oh, in yeah, my bed yeah. alley like you do with your PS4, right? Yes, so yes. cozy. Um, yes. However, the controller wasn't long enough, so I had to buy a controller extension cord. 
Oh. So that I could sit right back because a controller only lets you sit like a few meters away. Yeah, right. Yeah, true. Yeah, and my bed was like four or five. When I was sitting back with the pillow against the wall, it was quite far back. So I had to buy an extension cord. Don't have to worry about that anymore. There you go. Thank you for your, your contribution there, Cameron. Um, Jimmy also wanted to ask, what's the most satisfying trophy slash achievement you've accomplished? Um, that is a great question. I mean, this is mainly a question for you, Chris, because I don't think I've ever won a trophy, really. I Okay, so I'm a big game trophy hunter, although I'm, I must admit, nowadays, now that I'm in my 30s, I'll see a trophy that's like complete the whole game and get every feather and all the flags and all the blah, blah, blah. And I'll go, okay, that's way too much effort. I don't get the same buzz out of getting the platinum anymore that I used to. Oh, so it's wearing off. It's just a wee bit on certain games. If it's a mm. kick-ass game like Ragnarok or something big like Elden Ring, I really want to get the, the Elden Ring platinum. That requires three playthroughs. I'll mm. happily do that yeah, um, okay. over the next decade. <laughs> right. Um, the most satisfying one I ever got, Last of Us 2. Right, mm-hmm. uh, there is a grounded plus, I believe, which is the hardest difficulty, one level above what you unlock once you finish the game. And it was actually a DLC that introduced an even harder version. Oh wow! Which is basically you get shot like once and you die, or if a zombie comes over to you, you're pretty much dead. Wow! And so you have to stealth your way through the entire game, including through some levels where I'm pretty sure they weren't design- designed for you to be stealthy. But I managed to beat the game. There's this part at the very end when you're in like this motel complex at the very end of the game. Uh, that took me like a week just to beat that part and sneak through. So that's a week of you going back and forth to that game trying to sneak like what yeah. a meter and uh, then another meter or like how was so it? It was like you're entering, you you come in through this like hole in a fence and you've got to get through these sort of three massive area, not huge, like medium sized open worlds. There's mm-hmm. probably 20 people in each area mm-hmm. and a few zombies, but you've got to stealth through and take them all out silently. Otherwise, as soon as one hears you, they'll all shoot at you and you die. Oh. And so it was just me plotting this perfect map around each little map of how to take everyone out and then move to the next area. And then I would like three people to go in the final area. They spotted me and I just like threw a bottle at someone's head and like just sprinted, hit someone with a plank of wood and then like jumped through the door and just made it. And you did it. And the screen was flashing red because I'd been shot. Oh. But I just made it in time, uh, finished the game, and then I got the grounded plus difficulty or whatever it is, whatever that top one is. Wow. So that was the most satisfying. I was like, holy cow, I can't believe I did that. Yeah, I can't believe the amount of hours you actually put into that. That is some determination. And and, Because there are some trophies that are like take ages because you've got to collect everything, whereas there are some that are just tough yeah and that yeah, was just yeah. a real tough one that yeah. i was stoked about wow yeah well look i don't think i can name any uh significant trophies that i've won although speaking of last week episode blake dawson suggested the um it took two years trophy oh like, yes for you to yeah i think two years is even not long enough for you. yeah it has to be like maybe a five-year trophy but like i thought it was quite funny so thank you for your contribution there about my uh it takes two journey that's just Seem to have stopped. Still, um, I will get to that. Also, just want to. No, um, you're not. Nah, don't don't nah. even say, Ella. You've got to stop saying you will do but stuff. I will, but I will. No, I die, you will. let us down. Will yeah, you I know? have. I have let us. I no, have no, no. Down. I'm saying you. You're allowed to let us down. You're allowed to just say, you know what? I'm not feeling it. I'm no, done. But I actually want to finish it. Okay. Do you know what? It's this level that's that's it's underwater and it's getting me. It's, right, it's okay. getting. I think it's. I think this bit's a, a bit of a roadblock. I think that's what's really going on. Is I can't bring myself to get through that level. Right. Because I think it's making me feel a little bit sick. It's okay. Because you get sick. so take some seasickness pills. <laughs> yeah, I need to do make that. Make sure you're not grumpy with your partner, Sam. Yeah. Uh, make sure it's all chill. Yeah. And just sit down. But uh, I don't care about that because you've got a stray review due in two weeks. Okay, yeah, but I better get on to that. I can't wait to hear this review. <laughs> it's going to be solid. I'm starting a timer. It's 10 minutes of stray chat. So I have to just go 10 minutes. Monologue. Okay, monologue. All right. Oh, <laughs> no. Okay, I got it. I got it. Um, no, 
No, I'm definitely going to get into that. All right. Well, um, also, I just want to say on last week's episode, um, I'm not smuggling drugs. Can I just put that oh, on the record? Yeah. That I'm not smuggling drugs. It's quite funny, right? Because while well, I was on my honeymoon at the end of last year, I was listening to you guys mouthing <laughs> off about me, uh, and Guy made some jokes at my expense that seemed like I was doing something very untoward. <laughs> and you're just like on a plane, like where were you Helpless. in LA somewhere? You're just like what? <laughs> yeah. And you, people turn around like, what's wrong with you? Like, oh, it's a pod. Don't, don't even worry don't about it. Don't worry. ECG, yeah. though, check it out. It's really great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just need to say that on the record right. that I did not smuggle drugs. I was smuggling people. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that was too far. Um, <laughs> also, I didn't fall for Mothman. I'm just going to say it straight. Yes, I you not, did. I did not fall for Mothman. Yeah, you did. I didn't. He, when he has wings, he turns into Mothman. <laughs> There's a Spider-Man reference, by the way. Go yeah. back and watch that. Are you are you swear you didn't fall for it? I didn't fall for you it. You were just humouring us. I was humouring, but I was sort of like, oh, they, I was I was half believing you, but okay. I didn't fully fall for it. Okay, right. I just need to clear that up. Okay, okay? all yeah, right. No, that's fair. You're enough. not that clever. Okay. No, all right. Now give Mothman. us some gaming news. Ah, oh, <laughs> gaming news. <laughs> Opening my phone to get the gaming news because it came out of nowhere. <laughs> All right, here. Nah, it's all good, man. Sorry. Flying by the seat of my pants is over here, my trousers. Uh, here is your first gaming news headline. Software from From Software makes me go nom, nom, nom. Oh, What's food software. From Soft. You're not going to get this. No, I haven't got it at This all. news is from last week, okay? So what happened is we recorded our episode, and then before it was uploaded, oh. the biggest news of my life dropped. Oh, what and is And it's this? not The Witcher 4 being announced, even oh. though that's in the works, by the way. Is it? It actually is. Is it a little bit of extra gaming news there on yeah, the side? Yeah, uh, that came out, I think, last year, but it's like years away, oh, five, okay. six, seven years away. Okay. Uh, Elden Ring. Oh. AKA my second favorite game of all time. First favorite Witcher 3, second favorite Elden Ring. They have finally announced that they are going to be, uh, well, they announced that they were doing DLC. It's called Shadow of the Erd Tree. They finally dropped a trailer last week and I watched it and in classic Elden Ring fashion, I didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> So it just sort of opens up. Uh, there's a bloke on a horse. You know, he's running. There's different bosses everywhere that look crazy and cool. Uh, you're in a new land. Uh, there's some hints that you might take on uh, Melania. Is it Melania that uh, you never got to fight in uh, the first Elden Ring, but it was mm-hmm. just sort of hinted at. Oh yeah. And the whole time, just like this looks magnificent. I got no idea what's going on, but I am keen for it. It drops, I believe, uh, June this year, which is very exciting. Ooh. And what I've picked up is that it's going to be set in another dimension or another world or something, maybe a dream state, oh. set before the events of the uh, of Elden Ring. Okay. Uh, and this is a direct quote from an interview with uh, Hidetaka Miyazaki, who created From Software and this whole really hard style of games, Bloodborne, Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Elden Ring. Um this will dwarf all of FromSoft's previous DLCs and break new ground for Hidetaka Miyazaki and his team. Wow. So that gets me fired up because they are known for making quite large and quite awesome DLCs. Wow. Okay. Right? So that's very exciting. All the right. second quote, and this is from uh, Miyazaki himself, he said, and I quote, it will probably be a bigger, uh, be bigger than Limgrave, which is the starting area, right? Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Starting area, Sweet. pretty big. Yeah. You know, good fair few hours in there. Uh, he also said when the first Elden Ring came out mm-hmm. that it would take roughly 30 hours to finish the storyline. Wait, this this new one that's coming out? No, 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 the original. Oh, the original, sorry. Yeah, yeah, It took okay. me 160 hours. Oh. So this dude massively underhypes all his own shit. Oh, 
I see. Okay. And so him saying, oh, it'll probably be bigger than Limgrave, the starting area. I'm like, it is going to be huge. So that would be like, what, 500 hours, you're thinking, potentially? No, 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 no. no. But when he <laughs> says that it's probably going to be the size slightly bigger than the starting area, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is probably 20% of the overall game, yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon it's going to be double that. Wow. Because he sells stuff short intentionally to throw people off the trail and ah. to like, ex- uh, when they finally experience it, go, holy cow, this is so much bigger than I thought. So it exceeds expectations always. Always. Oh. And so I'm thinking, yeah, it looks amazing, the amount of different bosses and like enemy types and stuff. There's new weapons and all sorts of stuff. Cool. It looks magnificent. It's dropping in June. I will wait for that to come out, and then whatever I'm playing, I'm going to drop it, yep. and okay. I'll be straight into it. I'm excited for you. That's very exciting. It is probably the worst game in the world for you to play, by the way. Yeah, it sounds awful. You I've heard it's it. very hard. It's like all of their games are, but this is uh, but they're linear. So oh, you okay. follow a passage. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. Where it's somewhat linear, small open worlds and stuff. But uh, this one is just completely open world. Oh. And so if you go anywhere you're not supposed to go, boom, ass whipped. Oh, so dead. you just killed. You're dead. Oh. You lost all your little coins and stuff, so you can't even level it. You have to go oh. find them again, otherwise they're gone forever. Yeah, no, that sounds stressful for me. Yeah, yeah no, no. no I'll thanks. always remember, actually, because I talked about this uh, like last year or the year before, and some bloke messaged me, he's just like, Hey man, how do you beat the big guy on the horse? Like I just walked out of the the, the literally the start of the game, got my ass beaten by the guy on the horse, and I've been too scared to go back. And I'm like, <laughs> no, they put that there intentionally to make you realize you can't just fight everything. Oh. As soon as you exit the uh, the starting area of the game, massive guy on a horse with a shield and like a giant spear or something. You try fight it, he kicks your ass. You try again, then you realize, oh okay, I might have to go away and come back. Oh, and that's them teaching you. I, I see. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, very, very excited about that. Here is your second headline for gaming news. Quadruple A, more like quadruple nay. Have you heard of triple A games? Mm. The term, yes, I have. Or yeah. a double A game? Yeah, but I don't know what it means, actually. So, a triple A game is like, a, think of it as a blockbuster movie. So, you know, you go to the movies and you can yeah. either see the new Marvel movie, which is a blockbuster, yeah. or you can see that next level of movie, which is usually better quality and more thought provoking and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Triple um, A is that top level. Okay, with you. Okay. God of War. Horizon, yeah. Forbidden West, uh, Last of Us, these just big ones. Everyone's got them. Everyone wants to play them, right? Okay. Spider-Man, you know. Yeah, yeah. Ubisoft head, and I can't remember her name, but she's the boss of Ubisoft. She said that this new game coming out, Skull and Bones, which mm-hmm. is out now, and it's sort of uh, an online multiplayer thing where you all play as pirates and you are all in this pirate world and you can battle against one another and blah, blah. Uh, she said it's going to be the world's first ever quadruple A. Oh. That is how epic it's going to be. That's a big call. It's a huge That's call. A- now, wow. this game, all right, um, was based off of Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which came out in 2013. It's my favorite Assassin's Creed of all time. You play uh, an assassin slash pirate who gets to run his own pirate ship, and for the first time you could control your own ship, fire the broadside cannons at other boats, sink them, steal their plunder, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Go around to all your islands, hop off your ship, you could raid villages, and it was just one of the best games ever nice. over a decade ago. Wow. That was so successful, they based this game off of that, except for you can't really hop off your ship and do all that cool stuff, it's just the ship fighting. Oh. So it's 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 based on an 11-year-old game, they've boiled it down, they've made it worse. Uh, she said it was going to be a quadruple A, it took 11 years to develop, right? Yeah. And, and in fact, at one point during development, they just screwed everything up, threw it out, and started from the beginning again. Mm, They've had gosh. multiple people sacked and start again all over on it. It's come out. It's 
okay, I believe. I've watched some reviews. They're like, yeah, it's it's okay. It's not very good. Uh, however, she said it was going to be a quadru- the first ever quadruple A game. It has barely even sold one million units worldwide. Really? Um, meanwhile, Helldivers 2, which was massively under-advertised and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's just because it's a good game, it's taken off. That has, at one point, had 460,000 players on just at once. Wow, yeah. So Skull and Bones, first ever quadruple A, promised by Ubisoft, uh, is a massive flop. Wow, so that's like a good... Those two gaming users that you've just brought are a really good lesson in managing expectations because the first one doesn't really give you any expectations. Miyazaki, he does... Yep. He under and which yeah. I love to do. Yeah, like, I think it's the best way to do it. Under-promise, yeah. massively over-deliver, go above and beyond, exactly. and people will be stoked. Um, and by the way, shout out, if anyone has actually got Skull and Bones, because there was a... F- they haven't even reached, reached a million players worldwide, which is a lot of people, but like worldwide... Also factor in that they have a free eight-hour trial available on any platform. Oh. And they still haven't reached it. Oh, wow. It took Helldivers like five seconds to reach that. Wow. Oh, no. So it's really going bad. But if anyone out there is actually playing Skull and Bones and is enjoying it, please message us at the ECG podcast. Um, what is it? Extremely Casual Gamers podcast on Instagram. That's the one. Message nice. us because I would love a proper hands-on review of the game because, you know, reviewers, big um, – what do they call media companies? You know, they're pretty, they can slam stuff. Yeah, when yeah. It might actually be pretty fun. Yeah. Give us a message. Yeah, send it in. Yeah, send it in, love. Yeah, go on. Yeah, come on. Hello, everyone. No, I've done it, Chris. No, nah, that's nah. cool. <laughs> Keep doing it, man. I love that. <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to do that every time. Okay. Hello, everyone. It's Hi. my turn to talk. Who's excited? Me. Yay. It's not as fun when there's like only one of us, say, like two of us, I mean. Yeah, Because there's sucks. not another like big crowd. It does suck. And to be honest, if you're still listening to this, you're an Why? idiot. <laughs> Just wait for next week's episode. <laughs> yeah. Nah, today I wanted to chat about um, lessons that we've learned in video games because I've had some very profound experiences with two two games in particular that I just walked away kind of feeling like I'd changed as a person. Just clarifying just quickly, mm. when you said two games in particular, yes. um, uh, I know this is audio people listen to, but you actually held up three fingers there. I'm just checking. <laughs> that was a subconscious thing. Did I? Yeah. Oh. I'm just checking. No, nah, it's just the two. Okay, okay, two. You're still holding up three. What are you doing? <laughs> I think it's my eczema. Oh, okay. You're it's making it stay straight. Okay, yeah, that's all right. Like, oh. No, yeah, so I three games. No, two. No. <laughs> two. Okay, I can't right. remember. No, um, no, I've had some very profound experiences from two games in particular. And the other day when I was on Reddit, I saw someone ask, what's a life lesson you've learned in a game? And it kind of oh, made me yeah. go, ah. Oh. It's a good I, question. Yeah, it's a good question. And I didn't, I haven't taken anything from Reddit. Don't worry, I'm not just stealing off Reddit. I yeah, you're not a guy. T- yeah, exactly. Let's start that rumour, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I took the sort of idea off Reddit and I thought, oh, I'm going to, I want to chat about this because I have been affected by two games in particular. When I was in, um, LA last week, I asked my friend Liam what if there's any games he has learnt lessons from because I thought, oh, I'll start with the people in the room if they've got any. He said, well, The Sims has taught me that life is short, <laughs> which I thought was quite funny. Damn, Liam, and, is he, how's he? Is he doing all good? Yeah, he's all right. It's okay. pretty profound. Yeah. He's, he's sort of um, reeling in the fact that he's realised, wow, life is short when the seconds go that quickly. And um, it's also way shorter when you realise you can't type in Rosebud <laughs> to get a thousand simoleons. Exactly, so, exactly. Yeah. So that's just kind of kicked us off. That was a bit of a gag, that one. But um, I, my two games, I'll start with me, eh? Yeah. Can I start with me? Yeah. yeah, okay. My two games that have given me huge, intense experiences are one. If you say Trackmania. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's pretty good too. No, um, no I won't say Trackmania, but I am going to say Detroit Become Human. Detroit Become Human. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. No, all good, of all course. good. Of course, yeah. And then also Life is Strange. I've never really talked about Life is Strange on here before because I played it a few years ago. Um, 
But Detroit Become Human is a really... I'm going to speak more about it now because I've never really delved into this game, have I? No, Not you haven't. Fully. So for those just joining us, it's a game that you were playing towards the end of last year yeah. on PlayStation 4. Yeah. Uh, and it's sort of a, a very narrative-heavy uh, game where you have to make serious choices to affect the outcome. And there's probably like, what, 30-something different endings or something? Yes. Yeah, there's three main characters that you're playing, so they've got all like five endings each. So yeah, there's cool. like about... There's heaps, heaps of endings. Um, and it's basically... It explores the nature of like humanity and the ethics of artificial intelligence, yeah. which I'd never really thought much of. Obviously, we've been going, oh, the robots are coming, the AI is coming, which it is, but I'd never really fully immersed myself in the thought of like, what does that actually mean? And this whole game has very intense paralleled themes to like um, civil rights movements. And like, it's yes. very deep because what happens is, I'm not going to spoil it, but it's basically about where sentience in robots or androids, as they call them, at what point does does that robot deserve equal rights to a human? That's like, right. Yes. Yeah. And Are that, they and equal? And that's something that was explored in Fallout 4, uh, which was a bit of a letdown of a game, but I played it through anyway. Because there was a whole lot of people trying to save the synths, they were called. Oh. They were called the railroad uh, because they believed that you know, they were pretty much near enough humans. The technology was so good mm. and they had so many human characteristics. It's like, it's like I know they're robots, but, you know, but they deserve rights or whatever. Exactly. Imagine if you had, like, you had a toaster, right, yeah. and you were sick of your toaster mm-hmm. and so you are about to unplug it and throw it away and get a new one and it had a little face on it. It was like, please oh. don't unplug me. Oh, I couldn't. Man. No, exactly. But it's like, oh, I can't do it because you've, you're a sentient being. Exactly. And this is what I found playing this game. I became attached to these androids very, very quickly and I, I didn't realise how, how deeply I'd actually be affected by this idea and also the fact that I had equal empathy for them if not more empathy for the androids than wow. I did humans because I actually it also explores the humanity of humans and some humans are lovely but man humans can be horrible and, oh, yeah. as, and especially to, to these androids in this fictional game but it really made me realise how deep that whole idea actually goes and that Living with robots may not be hugely harmonious because of the nature of humans feeling threatened by them. Well, to be honest, it's not going to happen because um, humans hate one another throughout all of history if they're slightly different, even though we're all made in exactly the same way and all made of the same stuff. Exactly. Imagine someone who's running like a microchip bloody motherboard face. Exactly. Like We're not going to be able to harmoniously get on with them. Not, it's going to be a massive issue. Totally. I, then this is kind of the whole thing of Detroit Become Human for me. I walked away kind of going, Phew. I just I just had never explored that kind of area of my brain before. Yes. And I walked away feeling very changed as a person and very um, pensive. Wow. So I've got a feeling that when the war comes, you'll be fighting on the side of the robots. I might be. Yeah. After that, I think I've got more empathy for them, oh which, my is, God. which is crazy. I'm Circle this comment and just come back to that in about <laughs> 20 years when they do rise up. Um, and then the other one for me is Life is Strange. And this is, again, a decision-based um, butterfly effect type. Yes. I love these games, clearly. These are the ones that gets me going. Yeah. And the lessons I learned from Life is Strange is that small decisions can have a very big impact later in life like yes. without you realizing it so don't overthink things but kind of be careful with just be smart be with your mindful. decisions yeah don't overthink of every possible outcome but be mindful of what could possibly happen exactly um and i also i already have this kind of value anyway but um the value of treating everyone with love and kindness because you don't know what they're going through that mm. also just 
highlighted that lesson for me in, in real life Because you never well. used to do that until you played that game, eh? Yeah, you no, were terrible I hated people. <laughs> yeah, they suck. <laughs> I don't care what they were going through. Um, right. And then the third lesson I learned from that one was enjoy the present because you never know what's awaiting you in the future. And wow. kind of talking about how you can try your very best to stop an outcome, but there's always all these other factors going on that may not, may contribute to the outcome that you didn't want anyway. So no matter right. how hard you try, mm. you may not always get the way you want and it could always be a very tragic ending. So th- those are the things I've I've learned. Those are the two main games that I've walked away going, oh, I'm a different person. What about you, Chris? Do you have any? Holy cow. Um... Yes, that was that was good. Deep, deep stuff. Yeah, deep, deep stuff. Yeah, what have you got? Silly Actually, stuff? For, no, 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 no. I'm not just the guy that comes on and does silly stuff. No, of course not. Uh, Witcher 3. I learned that there's never a right or wrong answer. It's never that simple. Nice. A lot of grey areas. Yeah. So like in The Witcher, it'll be like, um, here's this guy. He's really bad. And you catch him. Do you want to kill him? He's killed a lot of people. What do you do? Ah, I mean, you have the full story, do you? Yeah, but did he, he killed all those people just because he needed to kill them to feed his starving, dying son? Yes, it, oh, yes, it know, changes it. I don't know how killing those people would help feed the starving son or the dying <laughs> son. But then you find out the son was dying because he tried to kill someone and then the person managed to oh. stab him. So every time you learn something new and you're like, oh, that's not what I it's thought It's not at all. as clear cut as you think it's going to be. It's nice. massive grey areas. Yeah, love And it's it. like one, I remember one decision uh, in one of the main storylines of The Witcher 3 involves basically do you want these children here to die, these little children, or do you want this entire village to die? Oh, that's the old train uh, moral dilemma. It is. It's it's literally the trolley problem. That one. The one where there's yeah. five people uh, tied up to the tracks on one part and then there's one person tied up to the tracks on another part. Where are you directing that trolley to go? Yeah. Do you pull the lever or do you leave it in its path? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but mm. this, in this for this particular situation, I remember when I first played the game, I always chose to save the little kids. But then I realized that outcome saves those little kids. But the overall outcome is that... There's more little kids are going to be sent there, orphans, and it's going to keep happening. Whereas the village, I went to the village because I was like, I never really looked at the village. I went to the village. There was like twice as many kids running around and like all these people. Oh, yeah, of course. And it stopped everything from happening. Right. So I was like, oh, okay, I want to do that one. Nice. But yeah, so that's one thing I learned from The Witcher 3. Lovely. I also learned that you can get a lot of value out of a $100 game. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hundreds of hours. Uh, One thing I learned... I genuinely just learned. It wasn't a life lesson. It was just a lesson, a history lesson. Yeah. Age of Empires 2. Yeah. Age of the Kings. I learned mm-hmm. about William Wallace uh, inspiring the Scottish to rally against the English. Oh. Back in the day, right? right. Medieval times. I learned about Jean of Arc, oh. the, pe- the peasant girl who rallied uh, the entire nation of France to rebel against the English. I wish Guy was here. He's English. Yeah, we've got a little English roasting going on here, don't we? Yeah, I'll be Damn. able to rub this in his stupid English <laughs> face. Uh, I learned about the Spanish invading Mesoamerica, taking out like the Aztecs because they heard about there was a city of gold and they got there, killed everyone, gave them all flu and stuff, and then left. Wow, so you've had a lot of, yeah. You learn all these things. Yeah, and, and like, because there's campaigns in Age of Empires 2 where you act out all these big chapters of important historical figures throughout history. That's so cool. And they're absolutely brilliant. Um, this is a cute one. I learned from playing Pokemon Yellow with my friend in primary school. Mm-hmm. He had it on a Game Boy. Uh, I couldn't afford a Game Boy, but oh. I had the Pokemon Yellow strategy guide. Oh, cool. So he needed you. Yeah, he so, needed you. Yeah, so my dad went to America three times a year, and every time he went, he'd bring me back a gift. Oh. And I was like, Dad, I really want Pokemon Yellow. It's like just come out. There was an ad about it on TV with Pikachu surfing and stuff. I was I wouldn't need that. He's like, I'll get you Pokemon Yellow. Comes nice. back. He's like, here's your Pokemon Yellow, son. Gives me the Pokemon Yellow book. Oh. 
which was a strategy guide of where you could catch all the Pokemon, where all the routes, how to beat the gym leaders and stuff. And so I was reading even more in depth about this game I didn't have. Oh, bless. Oh. I met this guy, Corey, who was one of the first friends I ever made in primary school. He had a Game Boy with Pokemon Yellow on it. Mm -hmm. He was struggling big time to get through Rock Tunnel. You know that? You're familiar with that? Oh, the classic Rock Tunnel. Yeah, the classic dilemma. What he hadn't done, Ali, was go back through Diglett Cave near Vermilion City and get Flash from Professor Oak's aid. What an idiot. And so he's like, I remember I was I was in the bushwalk with him and I had my little yellow strategy guide and he had his Game Boy and he's like, I just can't see. How am I supposed to do anything? The screen's just black. And I like looked back and I was like, now what you gotta do is go here. So we went back, went to Professor Oak's aid. He was like, You haven't caught twenty kinds of Pokemon, I can't give it to you, man. Caught a few Pokemon, got the flash, went through the tunnel, got out the other end, and he was like, Thank you so much. That was awesome. Nice. And then he actually let me borrow it after he'd clocked it. Oh, beautiful. So that I learned how to work together. Nice. Nice teamwork. Awesome one. Um, And the final thing I learned, uh, not as deep as your thing, Mm -hmm. um, but one thing I've actually learned, and I'm going to delve into this more probably once the DLC comes out, is since I have played Elden Ring. Mm hmm. And Demon Souls, and I haven't played any of the Dark Souls or Bloodborne. I'm, I really want to. I just want them to <clears throat> be remastered or something. Um, I massively prefer hard mode. Oh, really? I have learned that boss battles in video games are way too easy. Oh, okay. So in a from software game like Dark Souls, Demon Souls, or Elden Ring, you go into a boss arena. The boss pops up, massive mm-hmm. thing appears. His health bar is at the top. Yeah. You run over. You hit him once. It drops like one percent. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he has got massive sweeping shots that can pretty much kill you after three hits. Yeah. And so you are on edge the whole time. You've got to learn the whole the way they move. You've got to learn what moves are coming next. Yeah. Whereas I'm playing Spider-Man 2 at the moment, and it's fantastic like cinematically, but the bosses are super easy to oh, take down. Oh, really? I don't even die. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, so there's no jeopardy or like um, there's no stakes? Like you just kind of feel like... There's narrative stakes. Like you got to stop him. He's going to blow up the universe or whatever. Uh, that's not the storyline, by the way. I just didn't want to spoil it. <laughs> Guy, take notes on that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> even though I've been the one spoiling things lately. Um <laughs> But there's no genuine, like, far out, how am I going to beat this guy? He's yeah. so, it's so intimidating. Oh, so it's not as rewarding at the end because you're kind of like, oh, that not. was easy. And that's where uh, From Software kind of, that's why they're so big now is because they discovered this whole new level of, like, hurt, 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 beat them, reward. Like, the dopamine hit is like, I don't yeah. know. I don't know, Ellie. It's incredible. It's, yeah, no, I can appreciate it. Yeah, yeah you yeah, think you're invincible, yeah. especially like if you. Yeah, there's one boss, Michaela Blade of the Melania or whatever it's called, in Elden Ring, who I spoke about last week. Pugs at work couldn't beat it. Took it took him like a, he was demoralized at work. He's like, I, honestly, I tried so many times, but I can't beat it. Wow, I've had to stop playing it. Oh yeah, I wouldn't have got not get far at all then. Yes, if that was me. Yeah, and then I was like, <laughs> mate, I remember even saying this. I was like, man, you've got to like make sure you're in a good mood. Come home from work have dinner, you're not tired or anything, and just if you haven't done it within the first sort of five or six tries, don't keep going because you get worse. Oh. And that's how, and then he eventually did it, and he's like, oh, my God, I bet it was amazing. Nice. So, yeah, that's what I've learned is that hard mode is definitely the best mode, and if you haven't played any of those games, you should definitely play them. Okay, nice, great lessons. Well, I also asked um, you, the listener, on our Instagram, um, what lessons you've learned, and we've got a few responses here. Kiwi Kratos is the username. Hey, uh, Kiwi Kratos. <laughs> no, there was a, a Kiwi God of War. Neither did I. Um, they learned, don't be sorry, be better. God oh, of War. that's a God of War quote. Yeah? Yeah, his son shoots an arrow and he, he's like, no, don't shoot. And then he shoots it anyway, impatiently. Nice. And okay. he goes, oh, sorry, it got away. He's like, don't be sorry, be better. Oh, 
Very profound. All right. Boy. Yeah, thank you, Kiwi Kratos, for that one. Um, Caroline said representation matters. This is what she learned. Um, Kerrigan, which is a StarCraft character, was oh, the yeah. first badass female hero slash villain in my life and Hell is still yeah, my fave. Yeah. Awesome. So I thought that's quite cool because obviously back then – back in the old days, and I'm saying even just 10 years ago, not a lot of female protagonists or, like... No. and people go, oh, what about Lara Croft? It's like, yeah, but she's like a smoking hot chick with a tank top and, get, like, it's exactly. not... Exactly, it's not relatable to any no, of us they're, they're like, what, Angelina Jolie's playing her? That's yeah. not relatable. <laughs> exactly right. Which yeah. is why I like Horizon Zero Dawn and Horizon Forbidden West. You play as Aloy, who's just this bad ass, you know, and nice. she's just much more relatable and stuff. Just down so. to earth, eh? Absolutely. Yeah, representation does very much matter, Can Caroline, I, you're right. Also, another thing I'd like to mention, Spider-Man 2, playing it at the moment, uh, Miles Morales, who's the other little Spider-Man, mm-hmm. he turns into Mothman, by the way. Oh, does he? <laughs> uh, his sort of girlfriend in the game is this uh, woman who has, uh, uh, she can't hear, she's like deaf. Oh. And so she uh, signs all the stuff she's saying. Mm-hmm. And in one mission, you play as her. Oh, that's cool as. Do you learn sign language or something? Or No, it's not. Oh. I didn't, yeah, I can sign now. <laughs> no, you don't ever That'd really, cool. no, of course not. But um, you put, because uh, I play with 3D surround sound headphones on oh. and it has just like this white noise and I can sort of hear what everyone's saying and I had to figure out where to go and what to do. Oh, that's cool. It was Excellent. And I was like, that was super immersive. Yeah, that's cool and very inclusive and gives you some empathy for for people who are deaf. Absolutely. That's lovely. It was great. So, yeah, shout out. That's awesome. Yeah, representation matters for sure. Um, Meg, Guy's wife, she said what she's learned in gaming in general is communication and patience, which I think is a good one. Absolutely. Um, Because they've actually finished It Takes Two, (laughs) Ellie. Shut up. That would have been done through patience, through communicating on the couch. I know you like to go in your little weird zone and not talk to anyone. You sound fun to play with, by the way. Yeah, I'm such a hoot, bro. <laughs> Thanks for that, Meg. Um, Evie Mara said, it's not a life lesson, but the amount of historical trivia I've learned from Assassin's Creed is ridiculous. Yeah, see, yeah. that's uh, – yeah. They are kind of fast and loose a wee bit with the, the history. Yeah, yeah. But there are all these historical characters like Leonardo da Vinci and, and uh, he designs all these weapons for you in Age of, uh, Assassin's Creed 2. Ah. And so they weave all these cool historical figures in and then they weave their own narrative into what actually happened. Cool. So it is a very, And to be honest, the, uh, the accurate reconstructions of places like Egypt mm-hmm. and uh, Greece and Assassin's Creed Odyssey, that's amazing. Because ah, you can go cool. and climb the Great Pyramids and like it's very accurate. Fun. It's okay, great. well, there you go. Yeah, learning lots of history. That, that was Evie Mara. Then we've got Horny Jay said uh, they've learned perseverance and adaptability. Sorry, Horny true. Jay. Yeah, it does literally say Horny Jay. Okay. So, um, yeah, don't know. What was it? Perseverance for Horny Jay. Yeah, and adaptability. Yeah, nice, mate. Yeah, nice. It might just be their last name. So I hope you're not like mocking them too hard or. Well, I just, I work on the radio with a guy called Hoity Jay. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was and I'm worried that. that this person's. It's just set up an account. It's his evil twin or <laughs> yeah. something. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Um, Rach, um, Mr. Dylan said that the Walking Dead game has been used in Norway to teach ethics and empathy. Oh, see, I was going to suggest the Walking Dead games to you, Telltale ah. Games, because they're decision-based, heavy narrative games as well. That sounds like me. However, I think you'd be terrified the whole time. Oh, is there lots of shooting and like running? And- it's, it's zombies. I haven't played yeah. them, but I know okay. that that's what they are. So, yeah, dang, it might be a bit too intense for me. Watch but a I review. Like the, I like the, um, what's that? Watch a review of it maybe that's on YouTube. Idea. Because that is honestly right up your alley in, ter- alley, uh, yes, in terms is. of your favourite type of games. Yeah, ethics and empathy is literally my two like things. You love so, ethics. I love ethics, I'm man. so empathetic. Woo! 
<laughs> um, okay, two more. Um, some of the blues said uh, they've learned that nice people can be real assholes, and sometimes uh, assholes can be equally nice. So right. don't judge a book by its cover. I suppose. Do they say saying. what game that's from? Because I'm starting. No. I, I'm starting to think that she learned their lesson from like a bad relationship <laughs> maybe, or something. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um, and then last of all, Hadam said that Tetris taught me how to pack. Loaded an entire Bullshit. house. And they said, "I look. I loaded an entire house into a one U-Haul that they said would need at least two. Okay, that's so a yarn. This is like, I, I, there's no way your stuff is all either like a perfect straight line or a little cube. And he slowly moves them into the boot as well. Like bloop, maybe bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> yeah, there's no dead air. That's funny there. though. Yeah, there you go. So thank you for um contributing to our potty today. If you want to um send us ideas and further, we can talk about it next week. Uh, Extremely casual gamers podcast on Instagram, and I think we can just conclude that all people that give shit to video games and say that they're violent and they're causing you know all that, mm. why they're not looking at what it does do, which is learning, helping with coordination, oh my reaction God. times, yes. ethics and empathy. Like, There's so many good things about games. So I just wanted to come in here and be like, you know what? I've learned a lot from gaming, more so than reading a book sometimes because you're actually – You've got your own um, – you're actually contributing to the environment. You're not just passively reading. You know what I mean? No, you're actually in control. You've got yeah, yeah. stakes involved, whereas the book is just words thrown at you. Exactly. All, yeah, actually, books suck. Yes. Get all your books and burn them. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Handhelds, are they embarrassing? Stay tuned to find out more. Uh, so, Ellie, this comes about because on Saturday, yes, and this might give you a little sneaky insight into whether or not I finished my Game Boy project or not, <gasps> I was flying to Wellington. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And I was playing a handheld device <gasps> in the uh, – and sorry about it, I don't want to be the scucks guy that's just bragging over here, but in the Kuru Lounge. Oh, really? Did you have a pass, did you? Or no, you have a I've got a membership because we funnel – it through work? We, no, we funnel all our finances through our Visa um, AirPoints card. Oh. And so literally we get enough to renew my membership every year, and it's oh. on the highest possible AirPoints earning thing. I need to get this card. Do that. Seriously, it is life-changing. Oh, my goodness. Should we get sponsored by whichever bank's doing this? What's, what bank is uh, it? There's a few banks, but <laughs> oh, okay. I think mine's A and Z. Okay, all right. Good and also know. it gives you a $200 discount to your joining fee and you get extra points every time you travel. So I'm just like oh, cranking in the points. I need this. Okay, yeah, nice. So, side, so you were traveling yes. and you were in the Coral Lounge. Yes. So I, I had to go down to Wellington for work for like four hours and fly back. Oh, yeah. Uh, purposely get to the airport hour and a half earlier than I need to get there just to go to the Coral Lounge, right? Nice. Uh, I was deathly hungover, had brekkie. Massive few English muffins toasted with some like delicious scrambled eggs and some mushrooms and cranksky sausages and like there's like a chickpea thing. Ate all that. Oh, Had yum. a coffee. Felt real good. Oh, then yum. I got my little handheld device out and was sitting in the cootie lounge, loving life. Uh, had a little orange juice as well, and I was like, "This is excellent." But That's is it embarrassing? Mm, a I'm, grown man. I'm looking Do around. I'm a grown ass man mm. looking around. All the other grown ass men, admittedly a lot older than I am, are all on like laptops. Yeah, they'll be like business like. Yeah, that lame. Like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was looking around like, I'm like the only one in here jamming uh, essentially something that I had when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, but 
I didn't care about it because I was like, this is little and it's sleek yeah. and it's just like, you know, handheld gaming. Who even cares? Not exactly. Amen. So what I was keen to find out is how embarrassing is it really? Okay. Right? Yeah. Handheld gaming in a public space. Okay. Uh, just uh, initial instinct. Do you ever think, look at someone gaming in public, like on a bus or whatever, and think, oh, that's a bit weird? No, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I, I usually look at them and think, damn, I wish I was playing yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so what I'll do is I'll list off a whole lot of situations yep. uh, that'll gradually get worse oh, okay. or more more involved in terms of the gaming. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you rate it on a level of how embarrassed you'd be to be not only, so this is me and you, and in this situation you are my wife. Okay, yeah. And you are sitting next to me. Everyone knows that we're together. Okay. And it's how embarrassed you are. Okay, sweet. Yeah, yeah, got it. All right. So what what scale do you want to use? Because I was thinking you could do mild, mild plus, medium. Medium plus, spicy. Hot, spicy. And then you can, to be honest, you can just add in whatever you okay, want. Okay, sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll All do right, that. Let's go. Okay, we're at the airport waiting for a flight. We're mm. in the Cody Lounge. Lovely. Picture what that's like, Ellie. I'm mm. sure you've never been in there. No. <laughs> <laughs> Burn. I flaunt my wealth. I literally have already been taken in by other people. I know. And I was, this happened to me last year. I was so excited. I got in there. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. And then so I instantly did all this research into how I could get it. And then it turned out to be quite achievable. Yeah, nice work. I'm so proud of you, bro. Yeah, You're you should really do it. moving you up in the world. It. Yeah. Okay, so um, in the Cody Lounge. Yeah, Cody Lounge. Sorry. Yeah. We're in the Cody Lounge. Uh, we've had, it's four o'clock in the afternoon. I, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We've had some cheese and crackers. It's delicious. I've got a beer. You've got a wine. And mm-hmm. uh, we're sitting next to each other. We decided to play a game of I Spy. Oh, yeah. That's like, pretty subtle. We've got an hour, yeah. I spy. We're just looking around. It's just us, you know. How few, lo- few people around. How loud are we talking, though? No, just between us like this. Like, so uh, no, I spy. No one can hear that we're actually playing. Something beginning with T. <laughs> okay. okay? Yeah. So how, how spicy is that? Oh, that's pretty mild. No, but that's all right. People will just think we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. same thing, but we're talking quite loud. I spy Ooh. with my little eye something beginning with T. <laughs> <laughs> um, How spicy is that? It's still reasonably mild. Like I'd sort of be like, yeah, Silly. that's right. We're playing I Spy. What about what? it? We're yeah. having fun. You're not. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I'm playing Wordle on my phone next to you there. Cool. I mean, that just looks like you're texting, you know, anything. That's fine. People can see that I'm wordling. I've got, I'm yeah. sitting in a way where people can see over my shoulder. Oh, you're trying to flaunt how many goes you got on it, eh? No, because oh, I suck okay. at it. Okay. But also, it's just more about people can see what I'm doing. Oh, okay. Are you embarrassed that I'm playing Wordle next to you? No, no, I'm not. Okay. No, that's pretty mild. So, yeah. Barely even mild. Yeah. Okay, I'm playing Candy Crush on my phone. Mm, yeah, no, no, that's fine. Yeah. That's also mild, yeah. Okay, uh, I'm playing Candy Crush on my phone, but the sound's on. Oh. Medium sound, not too loud, but like, bling, Oh, bling. you see, this is where I'd start getting very uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, not, not embarrassed, very uncomfortable. Would you be like, hey, do you have to have the audio on? Yeah, because it'd be like, are we considering others around here, Chris, yes. that are also... So for me, I'd be getting a bit um, frustrated, actually. I'd yeah. be getting a bit angry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that got spicy quick. I did. I'm still on my phone. <laughs> right, okay, so what do you want to lock in there, like medium hot? I'm going to go that's like medium hot because I'm embarrassed because I feel like we're having an impact on other people's it's lives. It's inconsiderate. Yeah. That's that's how I'd feel on that one. Okay, yeah. great. This Uh-oh. is good. Oh, no. No, no, this is all good. Okay. Um, now, this one here is purely hypothetical. Playing Pokemon on an old school Game Boy. <laughs> Sitting next to you. Sounds down. Sounds Just down. Just jamming it. Yeah. Um, no, nah, you know what? I, I'd be like, look at this cool guy. He's, it's almost retro. I yeah. like to think it's almost retro and kind of cool now. I agree. I, I would think that's pretty cool. Is what I tell myself. Okay, so that's- No, I actually think, that, I think it's all good. I think yeah. it's quite quirky and yeah. quite different of you. This you know? guy's so interesting. Yeah. He was a giant kid. <laughs> okay, so what do you want to lock in for that? I'm going to go that's pretty mild. Okay, actually. sweet. Yeah. That's good to know. Mm. Uh, I'm sitting next to you playing Zelda on my Nintendo Switch. 
no, that's all right still. That's, that's still fine. About the same? Yeah, yeah. Nintendo Switch a bit bigger though. It is a bit bigger, but at least it's a bit more modern. Okay. <laughs> so you're with the times at so least. So you're not quirky, but you're... You're just a gamer. Yeah, okay, yeah. you're just a gamer. So same as... Yeah, I'd say mild still. See, I, I feel like... Okay. You want, me like, to, you want me to increase it, don't you? I feel like compared to the cool Game Boy <laughs> one, that's like mild plus almost. You know okay, I mean? you know, sorry, you're right. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit more like, yeah. No, don't let me... Okay, we'll lock that in though. Um, <laughs> how about this? We're playing Mario Kart on Nintendo Switch, but the screen is sitting on the table with its little stand-up, and oh. we each have a little Joy-Con controller. Oh, okay. Um, so we're having fun. Yeah, I think that's still fine, I think, as long as we're, again, not interfering with anyone else's The audio experience. Yeah, okay, yeah. We're just racing each other, sitting next to each other in the corner. That's pretty mild, I reckon. I reckon it's also quite fun. Yeah, that's sick. Like, like I would love to do that. Yeah, no one else has got a cool game they're playing. So, yeah, yeah no, I love that. Okay, um... I'm playing the new PlayStation Portal that Guy brought in. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you're sitting next to me. Yep. Uh, but I've got my 3D headphones on and I'm playing that big thing. Oh, yeah. Wait, we're getting a bit more um, <laughs> a bit more intense now. Right, uh, so it's not bothering anyone, but I've got the big old thing there and my big old headphones I think on. It's the headphones that's doing it for me. Yeah, okay. No, but it's all right because I would I might be listening to a podcast next to you with my headphones. So right. I'm I'm gonna go that's like medium. Medium. Yeah, medium. It's sort of like, oh yeah, he's he's getting his game. He's again. a gamer. Oh, there he is. He's yep. got all the kit. Yeah, yeah. Look at this guy. Yep. And he probably paid for it too, unlike Guy. Yeah. Freeloader. Um, and I forgot to add in, I'm also playing Gran Turismo and leaning as I turn the steering wheel. Oh, yeah, that- no, it's getting pretty spicy okay. now. <laughs> Good to know. Okay, what about this? I've got my laptop. Yeah. Work laptop. Looks like I'm working. Okay. Uh, I've got I've got Age of Empires 2 in it, mm-hmm. and I'm playing Age of Empires 2, which means I have to have a little Bluetooth mouse. Oh. Um, <laughs> but I've got my headphones on, not big 3D ones, just regular headphones, maybe even iPod headphones, oh, iPhone yep. ones. Yeah. Um, and I'm plugged into the wall adapter thing there as well. No, that's pretty mild still now. It just looks like you're working, I think, with but, that situation. But I'm sitting in the middle of the public area at the sort of bar lena area, and people can see over my shoulder that I'm quite clearly playing Age of Empires. Right, so you're right in the middle of the quarter lounge, yeah, um, yeah. really showing that off. Um, yeah, look, I mean, I'm not going to judge you. I'm going to think that, you know, you do you. Um, but I'd say it's a it's a mild to medium. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Mm. I'm playing Counter-Strike 2, which is online multiplayer. Okay. On my desktop PC. Oh, no. Which I brought in a special bag and set up on a table at the airport. <laughs> and I'm wearing a headset with a little mouthpiece and I'm talking to my friends. That is exceeding the carry-on limit, <laughs> I must say. <laughs> um, okay, no, this is getting a bit much now. This is okay. taking up other people's space. Um, it's also just a bit excessive. And what are you going to do with it afterwards? Like, I don't, I don't know. No, I I'll think- pack it all away. It's a cool little custom bag with like little neon lights and stuff on it. Okay. Um, we're getting, we're getting pr- pretty spicy now. Okay. If, if I was associated with you and I was attached to you and I couldn't leave you and it okay. was very much like oh that's that's her husband yeah they're sitting together yeah. quite clearly yeah i'd be like oh okay yeah but inconsiderate in a good way but a space being taken up it's good to know where the line is this is good yeah this is also good for anyone out there who listens who might want to do one of these things oh yeah exactly okay here's the next one i'm playing the witcher 3 oh no i'm already bored <laughs> <laughs> i'm playing the witcher 3 on my playstation 5 which i wheeled in an especially designed bag <laughs> that has wheels i then plugged it into a tv in the kuru lounge uh, and I'm playing it using the TV speakers out loud, and things are getting pretty hot and heavy. I'm playing like a <laughs> love making scene with someone. Right. So you haven't brought your own TV. You've now taken over there one was of the like quarry lounges. A replay of a rugby game was on. Right. Okay. And some people were watching it. Now I've plugged in my PlayStation, which involves me like going over, getting it out, plugging it into the wall, plug it like pulling yeah, the TV yeah, out no, a bit, yep. putting the HDMI yep. in, I and know, then. Yep. <laughs> Hey, has anyone got the volume for the? How do you turn it up? And then get them to crank it up to like a wee bit just okay. so I can hear it. And then I'm standing in front of it. 
Um, that that's getting yeah quite sort of uh, spicy there. I think, right. and also again, just really encro- encroaching on other people's space. I yeah. feel at this point, yeah, okay. it's quite inconsiderate. Right. Um, yeah, I'd be pretty embarrassed getting how, getting how up to this spicy point. though. Uh, I wouldn't say it's spicy, spicy, but it's like it's it's above spicy. hot. Yep, yeah. So it's like it's hot, which is quite good, but burns, and yep. then there's like it's getting a bit spicy. Pretty damn hot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a lot. Last one. Oh, I oh no, yeah. I arrive at the airport dressed as Mario and insist you dress as Luigi. <laughs> we then run around the Kuru Lounge jumping on couches trying to find gold coins. <laughs> now, you know what? I could do with some money. That sounds quite fun. <laughs> right, so you just have some cash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that, is that less spicy or more than me playing PlayStation 5 yeah. on the TV? Um, if anything, I feel like the Mario thing might just get a few laughs. You know, people might be quite curious as to what we're doing, so I think it'd be quite cool. Yeah, for the, at the start. Yeah, no. Until it's like, it's me, yeah, Mario. <laughs> okay, you know, and we, then we jump it through the couches. We are off. We are off. Off the, the Richter scale? Yeah, we're off the Richter scale now. That's just, yeah, All right, no. cool. Awesome. So, yeah. Okay, that's Tell good to know. That. That's um, good to know, yeah, because I tried that and she wasn't into it, so. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, you two, you and Guy, you introduced the idea of having our very own Extremely Casual Gamers podcast Facebook group, which is a private group where we can all interact, we can hang out, we can send memes, we can... Basically, it's just to make a community of our listeners yeah. so that people can actually interact with each other, not just with us. Yeah, full shout out to Guy. It was his idea. Uh, I think it is a good idea because the listeners... I mean, we're just gamers that wanted to do a podcast, yeah. right? And we and like we've been doing it for quite a while now. So sometimes ideas that can generate great chat mm. and you know they they can be hard to come by. Yeah. So if we've got people that are fizzed up and keen, we'll give you shout outs. You know what I mean? Exactly. And also, I you might. Great. I, I agree. You might meet people like minded people who like the same games as you. Yeah. You know, you never know. We could make a whole little network here of like casual gamers, which oh. I think would be really cool. It'd be so um, good for when I'm finally got my Pokemon Game Boy up and running, and people want to challenge me. Exactly. Oh. You can do call outs. You can create little Facebook events, even if you wanted to. Oh wow! Really can we make do them it at official. your place? <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we asked you last week to send us messages on our Instagram, Extremely Casual Gamers Podcast, to suggest what the group should be called, and we said that the winning name would win a $100 gaming voucher to the platform of their choice. So it could be Nintendo. That's right. Xbox. Whatever, Steam on PC, and full disclosure, we're just going to give you 100 bucks cash. <laughs> yeah, is that what I'm it pretty is? sure that's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, yeah. hey, yo, what's your bank account? <laughs> yeah, what's that? You're in, you're in Michigan, no problem, man. We'll wire you the money. <laughs> yeah, so something to the effect of $100 will be gifted to the person that's who has right. the best name. Yeah. So what we're going to do this week is I've got, I want to read out some of the people that have, have given us uh, names. Name suggestions? Okay, yeah. cool. And then we're going to give the top three. We've pretty much, we've picked one each, right? Me, you and Guy, I picked yep. one each. Um those three are going to go to the basically the grand final. The and Instagram. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a poll this week. But before we get into the details of that, okay. yes, you go, yeah. Question, can mm. you do a post poll? Yes, you can. Rather than an, uh, a story poll? Yes, you can. So I think we'll do that. We'll chuck it up on Thursday, then it's up all yep, week. Exactly. Get plenty of time for people to get their eyes across it. Exactly. Okay, so I just wanted to shout out, first of all, um, Jason, he, he has suggested extremely casual keezy posting. <laughs> that was a very uh, Chris related yeah, one. Yeah, let's do that. Which I thought, nah, nah, nah that's, that's great. Nah, it's not extremely top three. casual. Uh, ca- nah, I love it. Shit posting, right? That's what it's called. Uh, yeah, extremely casual Keezy posting. So what posting. he's done there is replaced my name, uh, my nickname, out with the word shit. Exactly, because you are synonymous with shit. Apparently so, so there you go. Uh, thank my you, my mum is idea. so proud. <laughs> um, Mitchell has suggested extreme gaming casuals, which is quite cool. Bit of a play on the old potty name. I f- mm, I'm confused. 
You're confused. Extreme gaming casuals. Yeah, extreme, oh, it still makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it does actually make sense still. Oh, okay, yeah. so it is actually clever. It is clever, yeah. All nice. Right. So it's kind of like other way around. Then we've got Dial Up Greg. He's given us two. Casual Gamer World or World of Casual Gamers. So right. just a game playing on the casual gamer thing. I like it. Um, Hannah said, this was, this was a good one, I like this one, extremely casual memes for Bebo loving teens. It See, even rhymes. I like that because there is currently uh, a page that exists that's massive called extremely, what is it? Ex- extremely stump the casual memes for Bebo loving teens. Oh yeah, that's what Hannah said. Oh, yeah. that's her one. I just yeah, quoted that, that back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. But is there one that's similar to that? I is thought that I heard she- that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is one that sounds very similar, and she's adapted it to us. Oh, okay. Which is excellent. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So that was Hannah's. Uh, Daniel wanted us to be called ECG's only fans, which I actually found that quite funny because they would be our only. Fans, if they were yeah, part absolutely. of the group, you know yeah. what I mean. Um, I'll post some nudes on there. Yeah, nice. Okay, you don't cool. have to say yeah, nice. It clearly made <laughs> you go, oh my god, don't do that. Yeah, why did I do that? Yeah, um, nice. Do it. <laughs> but the top three, basically, that are going to go to the grand final, the grand poll, um, to decide what the group's going to be called. Is first of all, Paul Craze Junior. You're in the drawer for your name. Extremely casual group for extremely casual gamers. I like that because my yeah. worry is. My brain, and I'm, you know, old or whatever, I think it has to be called the Extremely Casual Gamers Group. Yeah, yeah. So people know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they see it, that's got all of our names in it. Well, yes. the, the three words that we associate with our podcast. Totally. So that was that was my pick for sort of my top one. I, I thought that was quite, it says what it is, but it's yes. also playing on the words. Um, You're a social yeah. media guru. You do all the stuff for Viva. Is that, am I right in thinking that or am I being old fashioned? Um, it's It depends. Like, yes, you want people to know exactly what it is, but the people who are joining it are all probably already probably going to know who we are. Are, and right. therefore, having something like extremely casual memes for people loving teens is kind of funny because it's an inside right. joke. So that's what it's about. It's about these are we're catering to the direct fans. Yeah, to we're the not real, trying to. Oh, okay, cool. Not yeah. You're kind of only going to find the group if you know about the group. But I think we won't. We're not necessarily. Oh, I'm not going to sit here and say that these this name will be forever either. No. We, we could always change it down yes. the line. Cool. All right. And just make it funny. But for now, I feel like a good potential setup could be extremely casual group. For yep. extremely casual gamers, uh, the second one in the drawer for the old uh, the old hundred bucks voucher. The, sorry, the hundred dollar voucher. Sorry, the voucher, the voucher. <laughs> what are you buying? Um, is Andrew his? And this was your pick, Chris. Uh, the old dropping with the boys bus. Thought that. See, that's an inside joke. And if you don't get it, you don't get it. Dropping with the boys bus. I think that is an inside joke from a few episodes back. Uh, Ali thought that was the name of the bus in Fortnite. Nice. Which, to be fair, it should be called that. I mean, it's factual. It is what it is. Very funny. Everyone loves dropping in with the boys. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so yeah. I absolutely love that one. Yeah, so thank you, Andrew. So you're on the draw as well. And then the third one in the draw, this is Guy's Choice, is from Jimmy, uh, The Order of ECG. So I think, is this, a, is this a play on Harry Potter, The Order of the Phoenix? And it's like The Order of ECG. Like, they're, they're like our crew that, like, help. Right. Like, you solve things. You know, is that I, kind I, of I, what I, it's playing I, on? Maybe. That's what I got. There's a few orders. Um, mm. Yeah, for me, my brain, it has to rhyme. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yep. So if may- maybe that is what he's going for, in which case I salute you because I love Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, but also, Guy's not here right now, so should we just get rid of that one? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll just get rid of it. Yeah, so Although, John- but then he won't win anything. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah, yeah, okay, true. we can't do that to Jimmy. Okay. So, okay, Jimmy, you are in the drawer. Sorry, Jimmy. Yeah, sorry, Jimmy. Uh, so the three finalists are Jimmy with the Order of ECG, Andrew, dropping with the boys' bus, and Paul Craze Jr., extremely casual group for extremely casual gamers. So That's right. So we're going to chuck a poll up on our Instagram. It'll be there right now. Go and vote for your fave. It'll be a post, not a story. That's right. Um, and go and vote for your fave, and then the winner 
will become the group name, but also the person who came up with the name will win the $100 vouchers. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if you vote, you go in the draw to win uh, a signed copy of... Uh, what have we got in the room here? Oh, um, um, there's a bowl. There's a bowl on the shelf over there. We'll sign that, and you'll win that. It's a good bowl. It's definitely not our bowl to give away. No, but, it's um, not. Michael, nuts. be furious. We'll put some nuts in it. <laughs> Actually, we'll just give you a bag of nuts. There you go. There you go. Um, but hey, thanks for all of your entries. Um, Extremely Casual Gamers podcast on Instagram. If you want to go vote, uh, and we will announce the winner in next week's podcast. Lovely. So good. Oh yeah. Wow, really? That one really goes, <laughs> eh? <laughs> oh, I've got no time now for the bonus segment. Thanks a lot. Um, bonus segment. We were talking about this earlier. Remember? Oh, yes. This guy's away. He's sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he uploaded a lovely photo of him at the park with Daisy, right? Yeah. Did your gut go, oh, you don't look sick? Uh, a like, wee bit? Like, like, no, can, no, no. I know. No. Like, he'll be laughing listening to no, this. No, okay. So I kind of went, I, my my brain went, oh. He <laughs> <laughs> did, did you? Like, but also, you need to get out. You're like, you're allowed to go no, to the yeah. park. Of course, you are. Totally. Immediately, I was like, no, it's fine. He's walking, getting fresh air. But yeah, initially, of I was like, oh. oh, you should be at home, strapped the to a, a gurney. You know what I mean, with an IV drip in your arm. <laughs> I thought you were really sick, bro. Yeah. I'm not too sick for me. And so we're talking about like quite an interesting discussion point is the stuff you're allowed to do when you've called in sick from work. Like, are you yes. like? And so my wife never calls in sick unless she's actually sick and it could spread to someone. Like, if she's got a headache, she'll go to work, whatever. Oh, okay. Um, and so if she's sick, she cannot leave the house. That's her like thing. She if just- someone's driving around the block and sees her going for a walk, they'll be like, "You're not sick, get to work." Oh, so she's kind of anxious about yes. being seen. Yeah, Whereas yeah, yeah. I am like, I'm sick, but I can justify being anywhere. Wow. You know, okay. Not like, ugh, like oh, I'm yeah, not maybe at, not anywhere. No, I'm not at Rainbow's End <laughs> or Disneyland if you're listening in America. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not doing yeah, that. But no. I'll be like, if you saw me at KFC or something, I'd be like, yeah, I'm hungry, man. I want some KFC. What's wrong with that? Yeah, okay. I think fast food's fair. Although, are you feeding your body the things it needs? Probably not. But hey, when you're feeling shit, you just want to eat shit. I oh, get I it. chase it with 100 limb sips. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, okay, walking in the park. Yeah, I suppose you can go walk in the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, if you're that sick guy, you wouldn't you be really uh, exhausted and not be able <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, guys, really? What oh, someone's made up having COVID. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he really just didn't want to hang out with us today. Well, that to be sucks. fair, yeah, he just doesn't want to do his one episode a week. That's fair enough. And that's his only job. Would you even call it a job? Not no. really. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie, for it to be a job, you have to get paid. All right, I know. it is not a job. It's not. This is still a hobby. It's a passion project. What about this? What about this? How spicy is this? Okay. Um, we see a photo of Guy, and he's gone to Coromandel for the week. Oh, like the week, like he's there now. Yeah, like it's a photo of him and Ha Hey or something being like, oh, a beautiful Coromandel. Oh, mm, oh it's but, hard. But then it's like, look, we're feeling like shit. We you just want, want to get to away. away. Yeah. And I, we'd like, if we're going to be sick, we may as well do it at the beach. Yeah, I can justify that, you to reckon? be honest. Yeah, yeah, okay, good I can. But I would still look at the photo and go, oh, oh. you are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just a side bit, guy. We know you're sick. <laughs> Well, that wraps up another episode of the ECG podcast uh, with Chris and Ellie and No Guy because mm. we've just fired him because he's at the park saying he's sick. Um, yeah, guy. Yeah, guy. What a By loser. the way, like side note, Ellie was furious when she saw that photo <laughs> and she's been playing it down massively. <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, thank you for listening this week. Chris, what are you going to play? Uh, not, so I'm playing Spider-Man 2 at the moment. Mm. A month ago, longer. Uh, actually, I think it was last year. I said I'm gonna play all the three Spider Mans: Spider Man One, Miles Morales, Spider Man Two. Nice. 
They're incredibly enjoyable, cinematic. The storyline is excellent. Mm-hmm. I am sick of being Spider-Man, and I am just over halfway into Spider-Man 2. Oh, so you're, you're over it. So I've got another few weeks of this. Is it too simple for you? It's So I have not mastered, but, like, basically, and to be fair, they've cranked up the difficulty. There's all sorts of new, like, baddies and stuff. But, like, I'm sick of flying into a group of 40 people and smoking them all. Oh, um, okay, big guy. <laughs> tough guy. Oh, big Keezy over here thinks he's the man. No, that's Woo! not what's happening at all. Like, But, like, it's a situation, like, as I was saying with Elden Ring or Demon Souls, you walk in and there's one guy, it's like, all right, here we go. You walk in and there's two guys, you go, okay, got to lure that one guy away from the other guy. I can't take them both on. Yeah. And all of a sudden you are the most overpowered dude in the world and you can smoke everyone. Ah, uh, yeah. So that's taking it. I'm, I'm a bit sick of that. Yeah, okay. However, as soon as I start feeling that way, I stop doing all the little side collectible and side mission stuff and just go to a main story mission. Mm-hmm. They are absolutely brilliant. Oh, okay. Like they are, so you put the headphones on, the big TV, and you and like this, the action is excellent, the storytelling is excellent, the acting is brilliant, graphically it's very impressive, nice, and it keeps you like excited, going, man, I have to play another mission. Mm-hmm. So I will continue with it. And my recommendation, if you're going to do the same thing as me, is you might get sick of swinging and being Spider Man, which is a weird thing to think because it's so <laughs> awesome. Yeah. But every time you feel like that, play another story mission. Okay. Because it just hooks you in. Nice. That's good advice. And I'm also currently playing um, through Pokemon Red. Oh, on your undisclosed device. On my undisclosed device. Just building up a Pokemon team there just in case someone wants to challenge me to one of the original Pokemon games, a battle. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. So what are you playing this week, Ali Stray? Lots of it. Look. And taking notes. (laughs) Yep. Doing a 10-minute monologue. Yep. Now there's two weeks till the 10-minute monologue. You're halfway through your time. I love this. We gave you a job and you're like, screw I'm going to LA. I'm I'm out of here. I can't handle it. (laughs) That's how much I'm avoiding it. I will fly overseas to not do this If you fly away next week, I'm not giving you permission to skip an episode. No, I can't. I'm playing Stray because I actually have to, like, my life depends on it. You have to play a se- like a fair few hours of no, it. No, I will because you know what's good is my partner, he's now away for a month, out of the house, got it to myself, have the PS5 and the PS4 all to myself. I actually now have more, um, I guess, freedom and time Put, to do it. Is it on PS5? Yes. Put that in your bedroom. Yeah, the PS5 in the bedroom. Yes, and then play Stray in bed. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Because then you'll be all cozy and you'll be like, this is lovely. And you can be the cat and then hopefully not get stuck on a glitch yeah. and progress. No, I'm going to do I actually am. I'm looking forward to having some solo gaming time. You know when you're in a relationship, very grateful, love a partner, but you kind of, everything you kind of do, you're always considering the other person, right? Like Absolutely, you know, 100%. Yep. Constantly. Whereas for now, the next four weeks, I don't have to consider him and I could just play it if, if I want to at 2am. Will I? Probably not. But. That's, yeah, this is my favourite thing. Uh, uh, like I'm happily married and I've been with uh, my lovely wife Lucy for 13 years all up. So yeah, we've been together a long ass a time. That's a long time. But, and we've got all these things that I love doing stuff with her but when she goes away for a week it is so good. Like yeah. I love you a lot. However, I love having pizza for dinner every night exactly. way more. I also, yeah, like get home, play PlayStation, everywhere's a mess, blah, 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 do whatever I want. Yeah. Piece of shit the whole time. Uh, then before she comes back, tidy the whole house up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, and then she comes back and then it's great again because yeah. I'm sick of living like that. Totally. But it's, there's something about that, isn't there? there? There is. Like, I love Sam and I miss him a lot when he's we away. We all do, Ellie. We, yeah, yeah. I we do all too. love Sam, don't we? Yeah, we yeah. do. Um, but no, I, I'm looking forward to having just a little bit of autonomy again for four weeks because when you're, you know, living with people, you don't often get alone time. And no. I actually quite Because he's quite clingy, it. you were saying, eh? Yeah, he's a bit of a weirdo, actually. <laughs> I'm thinking about dumping him. <laughs> no. I love that. You didn't just take the ball and run with it, you spiked it. 
that's funny. So yeah, that's me. Sorry this week, and I guess uh, based on the voice message from Guy at the start of the episode, which he obviously intended for us to play now, <laughs> Guy, um, he's gonna be furious. Yeah, he's gonna be so embarrassed. Um, he's playing Hell Divers too. Is that what he said? I can't Probably. remember. That was so long. I can't. Shouldn't be able to play Hell Divers if he's sick. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. That reminds me, I'm supposed to be playing with him tonight. Oh, and another one of my mates, Nate. Who messaged me saying, "Hey, I got a oh. shout out in the podcast." And now you got another one. Uh, so that's happening tonight, actually. After nice. This. Oh, so you, so you do have time to remote in with each other and hang out, but Apparently. no time for a podcast. Look, Kelly, oh, leave shoot. me out of it, mate. Or I, I'm not the guy playing hooky. Hooky is that what they used to call <laughs> I don't it? Know. Wagging, wagging. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're not the wagger. But no. um, will you enjoy your fun gaming night together with the boys? You can join in if you want. Nah, thanks. I'm okay. fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, have a great week, everyone, and don't forget to vote on our Instagram, Extremely Casual Gamers Podcast for what you'd like the Facebook community group to be called uh, and the winner will receive the winner of the game name suggestion name mm. suggestion will win a $100 gaming voucher of their choice yes and I've just heard unfortunately that whole bowl and peanuts thing I suggested earlier that's been taken off the table oh yeah the powers of B have said no we can't give that bowl away damn and the nuts well you <laughs> You're really disappointed. Yeah, me and that, everyone guys. listening that's alright ah oh, well let's end on a downer alright see you next week see you Frank Podcast. So they said to me I had to do a trailer, so I'm going to put my trailer voice on. In a world, we didn't need another podcast, but somebody did one, and that person is to provide. What's up, everybody? It's to provide. Get ready for the most relatable, out the gates, straight questionable podcast of all time. It's Honest to Who, where we're just honest as, and everybody's honest to who. Honest to who? I don't know who who is. It could be anybody. It could be you. It could be your mum. could be your dad. It could be uncle. It could be God. I don't know. I'm not unsure right now. But whoever it is, we're going to be honest to you. Every week, we've got a new guest. We ask some questions. We get through. We go to the nitty gritty. We see what they've been up to. And we really kind of find out who they are as people. So yeah, man. Shout, shout outs to you. Hope you enjoy the podcast. And if you need me, just ask my case manager at Wins. That's where you'll find me.